Fallout 76 and Battlefield 5 release, Red Dead Redemption is somehow still good, and Ian is wearing a hat. Welcome to 5-Minute Geek, episode 47. I'm Morgan. I'm Ian. I'm Riley. This is 5-Minute Geek. Cue the theme song. <laughs> you guys should do a... It, I'm, I'm going to give you a video game topic, and you have to do a theme song based on that topic. Impromptu. You ready? Okay. Okay. Uh, fucking a sex scene, but your parents walk in when, when the video game sex scene is happening. Opa Riley style. Holy! The Witcher! Okay. Well, we're off to a great start here. Today's episode brought to you, of course, by our good friends over at Frey and Loot Crate. More on Loot Crate later. More on Frey later. We're going to hop right in. Riley's dark. Ian, five minutes on the clock. Go ahead and start it off while this guy's having a fucking heart He's attack. He's so red. He's laughing so hard. Riley basically punched the desk so hard that the microphone shot two feet individually in the air. I almost broke a bunch of equipment. Yeah, it's all right. This, we make no money. What do you want me to talk about? Uh, what do you want? Just read uh, the fucking script, dude. I'm going to talk script. about Red Dead a little bit. Uh, because, because even though Riley's I've talked here, about even though I've talked about it every week, uh, I want to talk about with Riley a little bit. It's a good, right? <laughs> so, Red Dead is an interesting game for me, actually. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Well, I, I was. It's. Uh, <clears throat> this isn't really my topic, but I normally hate Rockstar games, and I've been pretty vocal about that. But Red Dead is pretty good. Like, yeah, I, it's just like I don't know. There's just so much detail to it. Like, it's insane. So you, you and I normally don't like overly... I guess it's not too bad, but, like, if people are, like, fighting for, like, realism in a video game, I'm like, I don't really care. It's a video game. I'm playing it to, like, do things I can't do in the real world. Like, I don't want to, like... I don't care about things being overly realistic. But it's just, like, it's so amazing. And it's also, like, all the RPG elements or, like, anything that... Systems that I normally don't like in a video game, like crafting or, like... Eat, having to eat or do, or like do maintenance in the game and stuff. Mm-hmm. I normally don't like it, but the game just makes it like everything like everything's just so accessible in that game. It's yeah. not as overwhelming as it seems from the outside because I, I will say it does seem very overwhelming. It's not overwhelming. It, it kind of feels that way it's, at first, especially because like their tooltips are always off on the side, right? And whenever right. you sit two inches from your TV, like I do, it's hard to see this yeah. <laughs> like an animal. It's easy to miss this. I missed a lot. There's so much stuff you. So I, a lot of people don't even know about the. Game. I didn't understand the core system until fucking. Like a day ago, saw something really <laughs> a really cool detail they have in the game because uh, you can you can craft like better arrows. They're like enhanced, like like stronger arrows mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, but I saw a guy testing him on a pole. He shot one arrow at a pole and it like stuck into the pole. And he went out and collected it and it was just a little bit stuck through. And then he used the enhanced arrows and shot it at the pole and it pierced through the pole. And then was like oh, half shit. of it was out on the other side. Huh. And you, you can like like you can genuinely like see like how strong it is by that. And I saw someone like shoot an arrow. And it went through one guy and then impaled the other dude, a guy behind his horse. Like, it's crazy. That's cool. I love a game that's easy for, like, your your girlfriend can pick up a controller and have fun and, like, kick someone with the horse. And then you can also go really in-depth. Like, not every game that is that in-depth is nearly as accessible as, as Rockstar games are. And yeah. th- th- this game especially is a, a testament to that. It, it's kind of a detriment to a point. Uh, I'm not a big fan of like lock on aiming. That's why I was never really able to get behind like GTA. Right. But you can turn uh, that off. Yeah, but then the, the controls but are. But he has to aim manually. And how shitty is that? Well, it's a lot harder. Yeah, the control. Like, if it were whenever you turn it off, it suddenly handles like, like Fortnite or just like a first person shooter. The reason I say Fortnite is because like your crosshair is locked to the center of the screen and the camera orbits around relative to that. Well, it did win game of the year over Red Dead Redemption 2, to be clear. 
yeah, that was dumb. But, uh, <laughs> but like, the, I only use it as like a control setup, really. It like the game is designed to be used with the locking system, yeah, right? And it, I like it when you're like writing when you kind of need it, but it feels yeah. really clunky whenever I'm like, especially in close quarters. Like I thought of this the other day in our in our uh, we have a group chat called Fuck Micah because Fuck Micah and uh, <laughs> if whenever you switch to first person, that controlled like a normal first person shooter. Have you but, done? Have you gone to like in the settings you can change the just first person controls to FPS standard FPS? Really? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I might, it makes like sprint. Clicking down on the left thumbstick. I might look like, into that a little bit. And and you can like, if you, there's two settings. I'll like take a picture of something for you. If you turn one all the way up and the other one all the way down, it, it handles a lot better. It's more like free looking stuff. Okay. Because I haven't really played with controls all that much. Just because I figured like. At this point, they, you're they, used they, to them too. Yeah, the game is like, they designed it to be played this way. So I'll like, yeah. I'll trust them to like. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah, and I also I couldn't play first person in this game because they put so much effort to the player animations and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm missing a lot if I'm in first person. Al- although too much. there are a lot of cool things in first person that you would otherwise miss. Like the reloads are really a- like yeah. they're accurate, but like he's really fast at them. And that but that kind of goes back to where you don't like a game that's too real. Games like Squad are like miserable with their reload because yeah. you like. Pull out your magazine and fucking like you could miss your mag well you I can't also, but it's like really yeah, slow. I also like how different like depending on how the gun would actually be reloaded, like how different the reloads are per depending on the gun, mm-hmm. like different types of shotgun, like having to like insert one bullet or like the Mauser pistol has like a uh, magazine in the pistol and mm-hmm. he like knocks it out and then puts another one in. Yeah, which is really weird. Uh, normally th- this, this game has reload two guns that don't reload uh, like they should. The carbine repeater, I don't know what that is. You put a fucking Wait, tube in, in the, the buckstock? In the back, yeah. That's weird. I don't know. I have no idea what they were doing. Yeah, the Winchester one. is the one. I, I think it's the Winchester. Or the the Lan- Lancaster, Lancaster is what I. That's use. the one I use most of the game. It, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's good. A headshot is like. It, it's really great. a good mix between uh, uh like a bolt action rifle and a repeater, yeah. but uh, the the C ninety six. A lot of games do this where it has a bottom fed magazine, and I think some people did modify it to have a bottom fed magazine, but it was originally designed, and especially in eighteen ninety nine when this would be, there's a stripper clip. Like you would do, like what you would see in like a rifle, for like yeah. World War One, mm-hmm. and that's how you load it. Yeah, but I'm not gonna complain too much. But anyway, <laughs> but I'm not gonna be a the only game that's ever gotten that right is Battlefield One, I think. The game so. is incredible. <laughs> the story is it's, really yeah, good. It's might might be like one of my favorite video game stories like ever. Like it's definitely my fa- the best Rockstar story. Oh, for sure. Like I, I did like. Going into a game like this, I kind of just don't expect to like the side characters and stuff. But like, pretty much instantly, I was invested in like the members of the gang and like so many of them. Like, is it I like the best them. Rockstar story. Yeah, I'd say. I'd say if if your horse dies and you get to ride Gay Tony, maybe. But I can't imagine. Gay Tony, I, I, like, Gay Tony was better Gay than Tony. GTA Four. It was like the that DLC was better story than Four. But no, this is definitely the best story. Like it, the characters are like so like deep and like it's so good. The the only thing. I feel like there's like, may, it's probably just because of like how it functionally works, and like maybe there's some societal commentary there. But other than Sadie, I feel like almost all of the women in the gang are just kind of there. You, yeah. you know, like you talk to them, but like <clears throat> whenever you're riding with the guys, you know, is when the real like conversations yeah. come out. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, Sadie's. Uh, I like Sadie. Uh, 
And she, she gets like way more she in gets, depth yeah. as the story and, goes. Uh, but uh, I mean, yeah, you have to go on a couple rides with some of them near like the beginning and first couple chapters. Mm-hmm. And I liked like, uh, I think Tilly. She, I, I like Tilly. She had, she had a pretty good uh, yeah. story. But like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, I mean, it's accurate, like, but yeah, yeah 1899 they, they wasn't ride. particularly I mean, he, like, conducive Arth- to women's Arth- rights. Arthur is particularly progressive for 1899. Too. Oh, yeah, like, like, like he. Leads the the women's, women's rally, yeah. <laughs> which is incredible. I didn't know this was a part of the game. To be clear, I'm very early on, but what an amazing spoiler for me to have. It yeah, he, he's just like he's just like, yeah. I mean, he, it's not like he's like progress. He's just like, I don't care. Yeah, you can write. Why not? You can vote. Why not? Yeah, th- that, his, his logic is like, you can, he's like, yeah, you can vote. I guess whatever. I don't care. He, he just doesn't care about anything so much that he like just he's like. You can be whatever. I don't. Yeah, I don't do whatever you want. You're you. good. Like he's, he's very equality. Like everyone, everyone is the same in the t- sense that they're like he, whatever. He made the joke. Uh, I hate everyone equally, uh, which they took from uh, Stanley Kubrick, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's good line, hard, right? It's I not guess, a hard joke to come up. I've heard Lee, that a billion times. Yeah, Lee Ermey by middle schoolers that definitely didn't get it from. Uh, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. <laughs> but what a fucking punishment for Stanley Kubrick for making all those good movies. Like, he, he used all the good energy in his life that he was reincarnated as every middle schooler. <laughs> all right, yeah, huh? You want to be a great director? Well, now you're 4,013 year old. Also, did you get the. Did you find the, the KKK in the game? Yeah, I threw a Molotov cocktail at him. Me too. Wasn't enough, and I was not prepared enough. They absolutely killed me, and I couldn't find them again. Oh, I just, I just ran away. I, I threw the cocktail, <laughs> and I was just like, "Fuck this!" You actually you get honor for killing them. Like, Did, yeah, if you does kill your guys' horse not respond to you sometimes? Does it not come when well, you want it to? That's like part it's, of it. Yeah, like, like you got to be close enough to it. You have to be close enough to no, it, and, and like, you, you, your bonding increases. Like, okay. it's kind of slow when you like. Sometimes you'll whistle for it, and you'll be like, "Come on!" And he's just like kind of trotting up to you. But like, if you when you, as your bonding increases, you whistle for it. And he's like, he sprints to you faster, and he comes to you faster. I've only played one time since I got out of the snow portion. So I'm at the very beginning of chapter two, and I've only dicked around a little bit. I logged on. I, that horse doesn't. I walked anymore. next to my horse, and he's standing next to me in the camp, and he's just fucking looking. And I, I, I well, I got off my horse, and then he's standing next to me in the camp. And he, it's all right. Sorry. <laughs> I've, I've never stopped someone from interrupting me before. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Well, he's like two feet away, and I'm whistling for him. And every time he just looks at me, and then he looks back. Well, you can't ride a horse in the camp. Well, I'm right outside the camp. What? Uh, you might well, be in the camp. It's like they don't come directly to you. Like, you still have to walk up to him. I have full bond with my horse, and he only comes, like, within 20 yards of me. <laughs> What yeah. a prick. Nah, it's fine. But uh, it's it's not really a spoiler. It's not it's not a spoiler. It's at the beginning of the game. Uh, there's a mission where you have to like there's a uh, like that horse that you have at the beginning. You just like, kind of take from someone like while you're in the snow area. It's not really your horse. And then uh, Hosea like takes you to to town to sell this other horse that he has at the camp. That's a big boy. The he's big, a big boy. He's massive. And I've heard of I've I read that some people just kept that one for the entire game. And that would be really weird to have early game, I feel like. Yeah, but he, it's one of the biggest fucking horses, especially in comparison to like the one you like have. Like tank-sized? Just like he's bulky like an NFL yeah, he's linebacker? Yeah, he's massive. He, he's like a Clydesdale, too, so he's got like them big, thick legs. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it was, that was, he's a big boy. We're going to come back and touch on Red Dead Redemption here soon. Riley, I'm going to hand it off to you for the meantime. Go ahead. We're going to talk a little bit about Battlefield. <laughs> right. playing, you just hey. played for the first time, what, last night or the night before? I played the full launch of the game last night. It, okay. it came out... I, I I love Battlefield and I've been 
like I've bought every game in the franchise since Bad Company 2. But which used to not be like an honorable thing to say. Like whenever Battlefield Three came out, if you said that, be like, all right, well you bought the last one. But now I can say that and it's cool. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that was the first one I played. I, I, it, it was I, the first I, one I on a console. So I didn't play a lot of it. I actually played. It wasn't the first one. It wasn't the first on a console. But it was like the first like mainstream. I played it on right, PC. Nineteen forty two was on console. Nineteen forty three was on console. Forty three was on console. Forty two wasn't. Uh, forty two was. No. I don't. Absolutely, it was. I can promise you that it wasn't because the console couldn't do it because it had 64 players. And Bad Company 2 had 24. It didn't have the full player count. I swear I played it. What, what game is this? They, they had... I'll, I'll, I'll 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 43 was like a little DLC thing. It was only in the Pacific. Right. Well, I I thought they just... Uh, I, I thought they lowered the server count to allow 42 well, on. What's that? There, there might have been Battlefield. a... Battlefield. 19 uh, what? 1942. <laughs> there might have been a, a port for it. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Because they had a port of Battlefield 2 uh-huh. that was like called Modern Combat or something like yeah, that. Battlefield 2 Modern Combat. It was really bad. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't look like it was on PC. Yeah. On <laughs> I mean, it like doesn't look like PC. it was on console. <laughs> okay, never mind. I was wrong. But uh, it, it, they also ran a super clunky engine at the time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I love Battlefield. I'm like really <laughs> into the development of Battlefield, and I love DICE. They're my boys. I like defended... Star Wars Battlefront 2 probably longer than I should have. But that wasn't really Dice's fault. Yeah, that was yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, excuse me, uh, Battlefront 5 uh, has got some weird press. Uh, my, my main topic, I guess, is uh, I've seen a lot of videos lately uh, comparing Battlefield 5 to Call of Duty Black Ops 4. And I used, uh, whenever I was in middle school, I made the comparisons because I was in middle school. And then I eventually grew out of it and I said, well, that's a dumb comparison because they're not really similar games. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to attack these YouTubers anyway because I'll give them this. They are at least comparing quantifiable things. I've heard that, I, I've heard a couple things about this. I, I've, I've heard gunplay uh, seems similar. Uh, be, be, Call, Call of Duty stepped up their gunplay and their mechanic and how it feels. They, they also added bullet uh, travel time Did past they? a certain range. Really? I didn't even know it's Call of Duty? Yeah. I, th- I think I know this. The, it, it, it's like hit scan within a certain range, and then once it's past that range, then it's a projectile. It makes it makes sense with the addition of Blackout. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I, 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 that's why they implemented range, it. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. I'm glad that they're finally fucking upgrading yeah. their game a little bit. Uh, but I'm not going to sit here and try to compare their gameplay, right? Because Battlefield Five is just not even remotely similar right, right. To, to how Black Ops plays. And that's fine. And uh, honestly, I've watched gameplay of Black Ops, and it looks really fun. Oh, dude, it's yeah, Blackout looks fun. It, it, yeah, Blackout looks great. Like It looks like my kind of battle royale. Not like too yeah. serious like PUBG, but, but also not, not, not good, yeah. building. I didn't really like the building in Fortnite. And it's also like fast-paced. Yeah. Know, like, like yeah. It's fast-paced to Fortnite, but without like the complexity of... The, the building. Is or just, the building, yeah. yeah. Same. It's my least favorite part of Fortnite. Yeah. But they compare them, and they say, if you're going to buy one of them, which should you buy? And then they always come down to, you should buy Black Ops 4... Because it has more game at launch. And I will say, Battlefield 5 does not... Riley finds a way to get away from the mic every opportunity he has. Battlefield 5 doesn't have its full list of content at launch. It doesn't have its co-op mode. Does it have a campaign? It it has a campaign. I mean, that's a big thing too. But it doesn't have its Battle Royale yet. That's coming out in May, I think. Yeah. And it does get bonus points for having the campaign, but you do have to remember, it is a first-person shooter... 
campaigns. It's also a dice campaign, so it's exceptionally short. <laughs> yeah, they're always super short. Like, it, I think they're, it's they're only all like, like five, four to six long. hours. That's, that, well, that's the average length for every it, year they do it. They are adding more to the campaign, which is cool. That's and also, cool. it, I've talked about this before too. Uh, it lets you play as a German soldier, which I think is really unique. Uh, I know that they're gonna like take it and be Get like some controversy over that definitely. Well, they're, they're gonna. It's gonna. The story is them questioning their allegiance to Germany. Mm-hmm. So th- th- that'll be a, an interesting take. I, not that, you know, I want to humanize the actions of actual Nazis, but you do kind of have to humanize a German soldier that doesn't even really know because a lot of them didn't. Y- you know what I mean? Like they are just patriots. <laughs> right. Yeah. Definitely. Anyway, they are still the bad guys. <laughs> uh, point is the comparison between the amount of content in black ops 4 and battlefield is ridiculous a lot of people are saying oh well black ops has 14 maps battlefield only has eight that's true have you played a battlefield map before yeah yeah, yeah, B- yeah because you can fit all 14 of them in one yeah <laughs> in one map of- in fairness to the people making that comparison though uh, while it is uh, a, a much bigger map and it is a much different experience your average gameplay in terms of heat map of where the average people are going to be in when you go on a battlefield map is generally similar right mm. so if, if you're talking about totality and it's a it's a bad comparison in the first place but if you're talking about totality you probably do get a larger range of different experiences with the with the larger quantity of call of duty maps i i think that would be my argument because the average map, it, most people when they play, they play the same game modes relatively. So if yeah. you're playing Conquest or like whatever you're playing, the heat points are the same heat points. Like it's not like you're uh, utilizing. I don't know. But you got to think each. Okay, let, let's use Conquest as an example, even though I think Grand Operations is kind of the main mode of uh-huh. Battlefield Five, But Conquest is the only map or like you get the full map in Conquest. Uh, one objective, one flag is usually bigger than like half of a Call of Duty map. Yeah, definitely. Now the heat map probably, yeah. But the fact that like inside of each objective, there are multiple, in in essence, smaller maps and smaller firefights going on. And yeah, in Conquest, 32 players fighting 32 players, all of them are spread out. Yeah, uh, it definitely it, adds depth. It, it totally adds a lot more depth to the experience. I'll give you that. Yeah, I, I think that's that's like the biggest thing is like Call of Duty's really good at what it does, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna deny that. But Battlefield's deeper, and that's just unobjective. Like that, that yeah, like there's just more to it. Like Battlefield is deeper. We're gonna come back to that. I've got a few more questions about Battlefield Five and the experience so far, but it's probably important to talk about the best thing to happen to this show since Fritz left, and why we're not gonna let him back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fortunately, we just found out on the 16th that we were nominated as a finalist in the Discover Pod 2018 Podcast Awards in the entertainment category. Hey! Woo! We're up there with about seven other uh, really awesome podcasts that are honestly probably better than ours. Yeah, they are. <laughs> but if we could have a trophy, we, we would it. have a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> It's genuinely amazing. I want to thank everyone who nominated us in the first place. Before we ask you to do more for us, I want to say thank you for us even being here. Uh, secondly, more. <laughs> more, please. Cool to be nominated, seconds. it would also be cool to win. So if you go to drivebydogs.com slash vote, you can vote for us amongst the other finalists in there. Uh, you can go there. There will also be a link directly to the form in the description. 
It's super simple to vote. All you need is an email address. Get your friends, your family, your mom, which is different than family <laughs> in a better way, to, to vote. And that would be really cool. If you send us, it shows you this cute little screen that says, thank you for voting right after. If you send us any screenshots of that on, on email, morgan at drivebydogs.com, we'll be sending out three shirts to listeners who send those out. I'm going to choose randomly. Probably not going to be a public selection process. But three free shirts are out there in the mix and a lot of thank yous that are personally extended past that. So that drivebydogs.com slash vote. Do it. We're like those annoying ads, like the AARP ad that played on Hulu mm-hmm. before the 6th. Dude, definitely. Is it bad and morally wrong that we waited to to launch the drivebydogs.com slash vote until after the midterm elections? I think it's <laughs> it's bad for our performance that we did. We should have done it as it was happening. Bad for our stamina, too. <laughs> Most definitely. Speaking of stamina. Speaking of stamina, uh, the, the other day I went on a jog. And okay. I, was in, I was in my favorite t-shirt. I went on a jog, and my fucking pits were doing their thing. They were slipping, they were sliding, and I was toiling inside. But then I smelled my shirt at the end of the jog. I didn't soak through. Not because my boy's over at Frey. Thank you to Frey for sponsoring our podcast. I said podcast. <laughs> Look, Frey is a line of premium men's household clothing care products beginning with laundry detergents. The clothing care industry seems to be exclusively tailored towards women. From the scents to the advertising to the packaging design. Will two hot brothers from Maryland say no more as they worked with some of the top fragrance houses on the East Coast to create a scent inspired by top men's colognes? They worked with one of the most experienced lines of detergent manufacturers on the East Coast as well to create an athletic, designer-label-safe formulation. It's designed to protect and lengthen the lifespan of your clothing compared to your standard detergent. Riley, you've got a favorite shirt, right? Oh, yeah. It's right? our shirt. And it is our shirt. It's a fantastic shirt. Do you want that shirt to last longer or less long? Uh, I want it to last medium long. Long. No, I want it to last longer. <laughs> you, have a, you have a good shirt. You want to be able to have it, have it last a huge amount of time. If you want your shirt to last longer, you guys are trying your hardest to distract me right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> if, if you want your shirt to last longer, Frey is the one. Most mainstream laundry detergents are harmful to your clothing, and this is a great solution to that. They also donate 10% of their profits to charity. Just go to livefrey.com and shop the line. We recommend checking out the clothing care kit. It's really a perfect way to start with Frey. It has everything you need to upgrade your clothing care experience packed in a box that looks great and smells better. That's livefrey, L-I-V-E-F-R-E-Y.com. Use the code DBD20 for 20% off your first purchase. Livefrey.com, DBD20 for 20% off. Let's raise a glass real quick. Glass in the air. Everyone take a shot for Frey. Hey. Hey. Fantastic. And now, as always, Riley, uh, I want you to do this with Ian and I. Uh, It's time for Tom Petty's Frey Fallen. Because I'm free! Free for I don't. I, I got <laughs> Good job, Riley. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they, they, uh, they sent us an email saying they're happy with us so far, and I've been sending them free falling things, so maybe we'll keep doing that. <laughs> so. You guys have played a good bit of Red Dead Redemption's story. You said you're around chapter six, right? And Ian, you finished the story. Yeah, I'm yes. like probably a good, I want to say six hours from finishing the game. So I got your guys' <laughs> opinions pre-launch on what you thought multiplayer was going to play like. After completing so much of the story, do you think you have a better idea of what to expect for the multiplayer experience? I just hope... Now that you understand the I'm, game mechanics more. I'm so excited for the multiplayer. <laughs> I really hope it's like... I, I know... 
that for GTA Five and like for yeah. GTA, GTA Online was really good. Yeah, at least yeah. it launched. They kind of changed. They it. had to do a lot of like they took a lot of features that were in the single player. Uh, kind of, they had to like take it out for multiplayer. Yeah. I'm hoping that there's like some they took of out animals and they yeah, like animals and like a lot of like the interoperable buildings and I don't know, just things, small things like that. I'm just I don't curious. think that's gonna the buildings thing is gonna happen specifically, just because. Well, yeah, well, yeah, the interoperable buildings building. in this game are like the shots and stuff, and place. like super simple. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, but, but oh. I, I think what he's saying is that because of. They basically had to make something that yeah. was very complex less complex, and he's worried what that subtraction would be in this. Like, I, like, say the interaction with the NPCs. Like, I, don't, I doubt your character will be voiced. Maybe, true. You might be able to pick out a third voice, but that'd be like, that'd be cool. If but like, they, but I think they've said that you can. Like, we really don't know really anything, but I think you'll be able to interact with the NPCs somehow. Which is but, crazy. What's the date? Because this comes out today. What, what's the date that multiplayer actually releases? They, they haven't said an official. It's this the we're thinking, people are saying probably like the twenty eighth, at the end of this month. So like a for week a beta in though, a isn't it? Yes, but I think they're just saying that so that people don't get upset when the thing that happened with GTA Online happens, where it's really dangerous. I think it's like a beta, continuously until it's official release. Like, you know what I mean? They're kind of just using a beta to cover their asses for when there's inevitably a bunch of issues at launch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's not, I don't think it's going to be like a, like a weekend and then you can't play for a couple weeks and then the full, the full Yeah, game. yeah. I think it's a beta and it permanently. I would hate to see their server costs after this. Apparently they're doing, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think they'll have to take out as much because I heard that they're, they've talked about how they're, they're worth a new company or something. They're, Doing something really big with like servers to have make these servers like really? that's what be able I, to handle. They bought like a new server company. I don't know. Like, Forget uh, most uh, most major publishers have a game that's successful online. Like Ubisoft has Rainbow Six Siege, Activision has Call of Duty, and they've got Destiny. Uh, EA has Battlefield, but outside of Activision, nobody else has more than one shooter. Or like big multiplayer game that's like super popular. Oh, and super. I am I am so excited. But like, this, this is gonna be that. It, it's gonna be difficult for them to maintain dual servers. Like I, I like the horse inventory system. Like the way they did that. Mm -hmm. Like I like, I like all the guns are like physical items. Kind mm -hmm. of you have to take them off your horse and stuff. Although, I whenever I heard that, I thought it was genuinely like. Okay, well, if you want to carry more guns with you on your horse, you're gonna have to like buy a saddle with more holsters. Yeah, not really. It do, it, your it horse does, carries everything. Basically, it does bug me a little bit, like not not enough to like really complain, but like, but like from a realism perspective of like you just pulling a rifle out from like yeah, under from the behind the saddle, <laughs> just like um, oh here it is. Yeah, but like I like you being able to store like three of your outfits on the like, that's saddle really nice. and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. And like it's everything, like all the the hats. Like I just want that kind of like like aesthetically good like customization in like the online to where you could just like the, the turn good on, news take off your hats and stuff and I think it's uh gonna be a little bit easier on them in that regard because it's a lot more down to earth than GTA. So like you're not gonna have a cowboy running around with purple hair like oh, yeah yeah it, like everybody's wearing a, lot a, more, a really specific set of outfits. Yeah, it's yeah. Theme, and it's know? a lot more serious like mm -hmm. than GTA five. Like it, GTA five was kind of, it was like a satire on yeah. on that on yeah. like modern society. But this, they, it's more like serious. There's some, co there's definitely comedy in the game. Yeah, uh, but it's like, but it's down it, to earth. It, it's, it, it's grounded. Logical comedy. In, in like, GTA Five, the character customization was really weird. Where you picked like your grandparents oh, yeah, yeah. and shit, 
What, what do you guys expect for the character customization? I think it'll be better than that. I don't think you'll yeah. pick your parents. And so stuff. you think it'll I think be, it'll like be a genuine customization? Creator, like a Fallout Four type of. If that you, would be the easiest I'm, way yeah. to do it. I'm sure it's going to be something like that. That'd be cool because I can't. John Marston wouldn't work as a grandpa. Also, <laughs> something that always bugged me in, in GTA Five's online is that none of the facial hair is three dimensional. Like it doesn't come off your face. It's like painted on, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, and I feel like this game's going to have to like. Have, a have like some big beards to be yeah. able to come out. Although I'm curious if like it's going to do the same thing where they grow over the time and then you can only cut them shorter. I w I think that would honestly the, my my big thing with like online games is keeping things balanced and like kind of like limiting players in a way, but in like a way that's understandable and like logical. Right, Not right. like an invisible wall, but like you have to grow out your beard, you have to grow out your hair. Yeah, just to kind of help it flow a little bit better like it's less that they have to keep track of i guess on the server side and more yeah it's just handled client side and then sent to the server exactly uh, also like i uh, again no, i guess nothing is really really confirmed but there's some like been some pretty reliable like information leaks i guess for it but there's stuff they're talking about like different ways they're keeping it from being like gta 5's like online lobbies where it's just like Constantly, just everyone's just killing each other, and it's like just like kind of griefing in the sense of just like well, you could just spawn and die over and over again. Like if you kill someone uh, a lot and they didn't like engage you or something, like they get a bounty put on them, and that comes from like their money. I don't know. It's they they have some cool like Red, and, and like everyone in the server is gonna try to kill them if they are going around like killing people. Mm -hmm. Like Red Dead's universe fits a lot better for something like absolutely. That. It's I oh go ahead no go ahead. I really hope that they let you be a police officer because that would be actually a cool mechanic. Th there's, there's a portion. I'm of sure you could I, do, you'd be like a bounty hunter. I, I don't want to like it's spoil kind of the same thing. too much, but I'm going to spoil it. You, right. be you become deputized at one point. Uh, okay. So, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not a criminal during that period. It's just like, but that's just because they don't know. So I think, it, I, it doesn't I think really the, make a difference. I think they'll just be bounty hunting in the online, and that gives you the opportunity to be like a criminal too. Yeah, just like cops and robbers types of missions and, and stuff. Yeah, like it's like picking sides and then. I want to be the opportunity to like be not necessarily the good guy, but be on the side of the law in a situation. Yeah, and that's like if I like. kill somebody, be rewarded for it rather than. Punished. I imagine they never officially added that to GTA 5's online, but in GTA, I don't know if you guys really played GTA 4's multiplayer. But there was a game mode called Cops and Crooks that was so much freaking fun. It was like it was a it, was, it wasn't like an open world one, but it was like a lo like a lobby like matchmaking thing where there was like a team of cops and then the team of like criminals, and they had to like deliver a package to a location, and the cops had to like chase them down and kill them. And there's one version of it where like there was a boss for the criminals, and the cops were just trying to kill him. And but it was just so much fun. And you were like, and they that just they never added it to GTA Five, which was frustrating. I I would kind of like like a matchmaking, kind of like TDM almost. Uh, Maybe not, not a TDM, but like a mode where like cool. you go there, and like there's shooting that isn't like you're not at risk of like losing your money I, there's or like, be like stuff like that. It's you know, not a main focus of like the main focus is like the GTA Online the open style world. open world. But there's I, I I'm pretty sure it's. It's pretty good information. There's gonna be a game mode that's like uh, for like battle royale, really. Yeah. I feel like that's a really cool universe for that to be staged in. But it's not. It's not gonna be like a big. It's not like. It's gonna be like a just a game mode because I mean GTA Online. It's they have like also like a bunch of like matchmaking, right. like racing, match and, and stuff all like that, that stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be something like that. 
That'd be neat. I, I'm excited for the opportunity. Not that I typically play as female characters, but I think this is a particular universe where a female custom character is really cool. Just like a, a yeah, a just wild something West different. Lady, that's well, like a, an outlaw, like that. That's really fucking cool. The, the part, whenever they like confirmed, they're like, yeah, there's gonna be like black cowboys and everything. I got so excited because my favorite western movies aren't western movies at all. They're both by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> and and uh, like Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Uh, and Which the first chapter Django. is so Hateful Eight. Yeah, yeah the first yeah. chapter was real Hateful Eight. It's supposed to be Wyoming too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like Rockies, just snowy mountains, I guess. Anything looks like that. But uh, I, I really want to be like Django. It, like by the end of Django Unchained, you know, where like running around and like Lemoyne, Le like as a black cowboy, just fucking killing all the Confederates. The world so of happy. this game frustrates me. What do you mean? Because they can't decide whether where, where, where what the world is. So it's like the the game map is like a smaller condensed version of three like fictional states. Like Lemoyne is like Louisiana because New Orleans is mm -hmm. uh, like whatever it's called Saint Denis. Saint Denis. 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 Yeah. Um, and but there's some of it like New Austin from like the first game is like some of like Texas and uh, like, like Southwest kind of yeah yeah but like it's like a those are scrunched up and those are fictional places but they also like talk about New York so it's not like yeah. it's not like in the, it's definitely not in the GTA universe because New York exists and like it's just so weird like they talk about real places but like the states are like like crunched together and then made fictional. It's so weird. It, it is kind of odd. And the to biomes like change so like hear them say like Pennsylvania, but then Annisburg is kind of like Appalachia in a way because yeah. it's like mining and like forest yeah. mountain area, yeah. but not like over near like you know Valentine where it's like the Rockies. I think it's more so supposed to be just like a super condensed America without the coasts, you know. Yeah, like like have the southern. It's like central to west America. Yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty. I mean, I, I I can imagine the Republicans voting for something like that. I, mean, I, guess, <laughs> I guess like Annisburg is kind of like Georgia, probably. Kind of. Yeah, it's probably closer to Georgia than it is like yeah. Pennsylvania and everything. Well, now that we've named all the states that you guys know, <laughs> <laughs> that was a different video. There, there is only one thing better than appreciating a good video game is when that appreciation goes beyond the screen, all right? And Loot Crate is a company that can help you do that. Loot Crate is a monthly mystery crate that delivers the best in geek plus gaming gear, from collectibles to apparels to tech gadgets to art to other epic gear. It's like Comic-Con in a box. And Comic-Con happens in a really big room. It does. <laughs> and this is only a moderately sized box. You should be impressed it's by the density. It's still a fun box, though. It's like one of those boxes you're excited to get. Genuinely, yeah. Uh, for less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique, one-of-a-kind items, and more. Every month, you have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate when the cutoff happens that it's over. They've had crates featured on a lot of different video games and movie franchises, things like Back to the Future from Fallout to possibly even Red Dead Redemption. By supporting Loot Crate, you support us. It's the only way for it to happen. If you go to trylootcrate.com smart and use the code BRIDGE10, you will save 10% off your purchase, it, 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 and do it. it helps us. You, uh, I, I have a shirt that you gave me from a Loot Crate. That was around the time we became friends. Yeah, pretty much. You had the Loot, loot Crate subscription a long time ago. and uh, That's your newest shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> four years ago. But I still have it. It's like a 
it's the Joker and Loki like mixed. So it's like jokey or something. It's, it's weird. Is it but, an egg? Uh, what? Egg. <laughs> no, it's not an egg. I remember because that's the other cool thing about Loot Crate is like you, there's a really good chance you're going to get a lot of stuff you like. If you happen to get something that you're not super into, you have a friend that would love it. You absolutely do. <laughs> give it away. It's, it's a, gifting, a great gift. It's a good gifting service too, yeah. yeah. It's a fantastic gifting service. And with Christmas on the horizon, you know, look, Christmas on the horizon. The day after Christmas, right after Christmas. It happens every year, guys. You need to be prepared. That's a good thing. It's it. it's like it's hard to uh think of gifts for your like friends and stuff. Uh-huh. So if, if you have a lot of people, one? if you yeah, if you're given one and then can assign it to a friend. That's a lot easier. Yeah, it'd be like, oh, this person would really like this. Yeah, and then you don't have to, and that person's gift is out of the way. It's kind of like, cool. like, you don't know where to take your girlfriend, have her guess where you're taking her and wherever she says you go. It's like yeah, that I need thing, to use that. but with toys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can imagine Ian using that and then questioning her decision. Like, Literally, sure? I, I'm always like, like, it's just like 30 minutes of like, I just don't care, just anywhere, just name a place that sells food. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do, because you guys are all like that. Anytime we go out to eat somewhere... If I don't give someone like four hours, I just make a snap decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's a fantastic service. You guys will love it. Try lootcrate.com/smart. Bridge ten to save ten percent off, and so they know we sent you. Thank you to Loot Crate for sponsoring our podcast. All we right. Appreciate you, Riley. Yo, I don't. I don't. Let's, you've played Fallout seventy six. Oh yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Fallout seventy six. This game hits a little bit home to us all right here at this show, doesn't it? Yeah. It does a little Probably bit. because where we're we in are is in the game. A nuclear bomb coming towards our home. We, right we've now. made the joke countless times that they didn't really have to do much to make West Virginia look like that. But dear God, playing that game makes you realize our state kind of does look like a nuclear bomb went off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that, that, it's supposed to be kind of untouched by the nukes and stuff like in the game. Oh, is uh, it? I mean, most yeah, of the that, states I mean, it looks yeah, like that's it. That's the idea. Is it's because we weren't a direct, uh, like, place for most of the bombs like we're not yeah, a densely it's still populated like, area it doesn't yeah. look, like uh, i mean the world doesn't it, it looks like west virginia but it doesn't look like it was hit by a nuke it's a big yeah it's just like how not, west virginia not like, would look yeah. after 20 years it doesn't look like what dc did in three yeah years. we're six days after release riley you've played it uh I, it's kind of funny i haven't played the release version of the game but i put a lot of time into the beta Right, right. The only reason I haven't played the release version is I don't have a whole lot of money. Uh, <laughs> also, you did, did you choose Red Dead over it? I guess... I, I'm, uh, wait, you played the beta. You didn't have it pre-ordered? I do have it pre-ordered. I'm sitting on the pre-order still. <laughs> but, uh, oh, so you just have like a little bit of money in the pre-order? Like yeah, stuff? $5. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. I'm not, I forget about that that's an option. I always think pre-ordering it is buying it in full early. Oh, yeah, no. I, I pre-ordered yeah. it specifically to play the beta. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Which is a great thing to do. You could also get your money back. I, I think you should buy Fallout. I'm going to buy it next week. Yeah, I, I uh, do fully plan I'm, to buy the game. It's just I'm waiting on getting paid. Yeah, if you ever I'm want a pre buy bonus for people listening, like, you could totally cancel that shit, and the employees will be mad at you, but no one... Yeah, yeah and I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy it. I'm just like, I know that I'm not really going to care about it when, when like Red Dead Online comes out, and I don't want to buy it just to play it for like a couple days. The, my uh, my, my yeah. thing with it is uh, th- there was this funny article, because it seems like... You know, Fallout 76 has gotten like really negative reviews, and a lot. It's just very like people are either like yeah, it's fun or like yeah. A, a lot of people are just very like it messes up the lore and it's not fun and it's boring and it doesn't work. But people who played the game fucking love it. Well, th- that's, okay, 
So uh, I've heard all this criticism and stuff, and I'm like, all right, I get that. I get like the frame rate and stuff issues and stuff. That there are frame issues, but I mean, I got frame issues in Fallout 4, and that game got its dick sucked for like six months. The the <laughs> the best uh, like critique I've heard that like makes the most sense to me to why I'm kind of like putting off playing it is I, I heard a guy's experience like I, I was it was like the uh, off topic podcast like Achievement Hunters podcast, and mm-hmm. they were talking about because they were like doing let's plays and, and playing it together and stuff, and. Uh, like Michael was talking about how it's the co-op. It's it's not really like you're doing it like for like quest objectives. Like say you have to collect it like four items and they're kind of spread out. You can't be like, all right, you go do that. You go do that. You go do that. Because you look at a chest as four of the item. So like you kind of have to stick together. And it's almost more like you're a bunch of people together playing a single player game than a real co-op game. Like you can't like. You can kind of do it sometimes, but there's not that much like delegating tasks and be like, all right, so you should be able to like separate. And also, like if you're a little bit behind, they're fucking they're leveling up and you're like kind of stuck behind and you can't like you feel like you have to like race to like catch up to them in levels and stuff. And if if I'm not if I play with like a group of friends, like I, I, it's so rare that I can like just like we we're all playing at like the same amount of time together. Like, mm-hmm. right, right. if people play ahead of me and like play while I can't play, I just don't have that group of friends to play with anymore because they're so far ahead of me in level. And the levels actually do matter in that game. Right. Well, on some games, like if you're playing like Minecraft or like uh, Seven Days to Die, like it, they, it doesn't really matter that much if someone's a different level than you. You're still playing together. But it's just like the quests in that game are set up to where you just have to be like moving together as a group through the world instead of like kind of separate but I can understand the thought process behind it like let's let's make people work as a team and like it, it certainly adds a but level it's not of really it, like it just seems different it, there's a different level to like if you're in a building and you're like all right yeah, there's, there's something over here you guys go up to the next floor and do that you can't really and like like we need these four items you go get that one I'll get this one you just have to move together to each room and Oh, it's that items. location specific. So it's like even room. Well, I mean, you don't have to, but like you, you, you can play in the same server, but you would and have be to, like across the map from each other. Yeah, like, that doesn't yeah, matter. That doesn't matter. But I'm saying like quest wise, like if you have to get items, you all have to get the items from that chest. Like so, if you're a team, right? But like if we need to collect an item, one person collecting it does not check that off for the entire group. Right. It, so it, everyone has have to go, to, go to that chest. Fucking X or whatever. It, and, and yeah. part of that is because of like an anti-griefing system. Because uh, chests are client specific, right? It, every item container, right? So that includes like dead bodies and anything that you search for an item to pick up. That's client side. But I feel like it doesn't have to be if you're in a team and if you're in a in, if you're in a squad and it's a quest item, you shouldn't have to do that. Well, th- you could kind of argue, but I, and it is something that they could implement, you, you know, like as a squad specific thing, like. For a quest item that's like shared across like the four members of your squad, and then that's it. Because, but like, say an item laying on the ground that is server side. So if there's like money laying yeah. on the table, and you walk into a room and like you run over and take it before everyone else on your team, they don't get it. Yeah, but like, wh- wh- which in- I like. Yeah, that's fine. But but I I can just kind of see it as like a balance thing. It, it like from my experience playing it, uh, there were situations where like most of the time. We didn't really treat it like it was four of us running around. We would all kind of be off doing our own thing 
You know what I mean? We were all at different kind of levels. I, I didn't get to play all of the play sessions, but like, you know, my friend Chris right. did. So like he was way further ahead, but that meant that he did some of the missions. So I was like, man, I really can't find this. And he's like, oh, you have to come look here. And it was like, then he came and like helped out whenever we needed. Or like, uh, I think someone was at the Greenbrier and, uh, or White Springs or whatever they call it. And uh, they were at the Greenbrier and they're like, there's a Scorch Beast here. Everybody come, let's fight it. You know, and then it yeah. was like, oh, let's drop what we're doing. I think the biggest thing of it is like, it is kind of just a dumbed down fallout a little bit, but with the possibilities to like add in your friends whenever you need it is kind of how I see it. Less of a, yeah, like yeah, totally interactive. It's not like together. a raid experience. Yeah, but if they but, are wanting, yeah, if it's not like a raid experience, then they are wanting to do like, it's, I don't think it's enough of a single player experience. Like, I don't think I'd have fun playing that game single player. Uh, oh, you, you, it's definitely meant to be played with other people. So, but, and, but like, I don't know. It's, and, just weird. it's a weird niche they're trying to fill. And it is element. hard to, to look at it completely objectively as for us specifically. Yeah. Because we are from here. And it, like, there <laughs> yeah. is an experience to saying, I'm going to go to Charleston. Yeah. Do you guys want to come? And then having to decide in your head, are they talking about in real life or in the game? <laughs> right. And right. that's just a fun experience. <laughs> it is super unique. And outside of big cities, a lot of people don't get that. Like, being from a small town, the fact that they did this in the first place was probably just a mistake. Yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> watching – I said, you see that uh, post of a – it's like a dude in playing Spider-Man. And he was like standing on. Oh he, yeah. He was like in the game, uh, standing on top of a his uh, of a building, looking at like this uh, this like church like yeah, right next to the building in Manhattan. And, and then he and he turns the camera out the window, and it's the exact same like view mm -hmm. that he's at. And he's standing on his own building, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah and I like from New York get I'm that like, shit. Yeah, all they the get time. that all the time, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> and to be fair, we don't actually get that. Yeah. No, yeah. Clarksburg isn't. It? Clarksburg, does, it's what in it, but it doesn't look trend? anything like that. What if the next oh. Battlefield game is in fucking Fairmont? <laughs> but Morgantown has like elements like uh, I went to where I work, in because yeah. they have the the only buildings that they have from WVU are the Woodburn Circle buildings. So Martin Woodburn itself and uh, Hod not Hodges. Uh, the other one, right. <laughs> I, I took German there, but I forget what the building's called. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, uh, and, and they're all like completely different on the inside. But it is still cool. Yeah, to, I, I, I want to say, <laughs> I, I want to note about the game two two things real quick. Before the game, during the beta and the stress test, there was a huge outcry from critics and players, for the most part, saying that the game was lacking in a lot of serious ways. That they questioned the the integrity of of a lot of things. Uh, Literally everything I've heard except one critic, and not that I've searched for things necessarily, mm. but it seems like everybody is unbelievably happy with the experience compared to what they thought they were getting. Not that they think it's a perfect game, but the compare the paradigm shift from beta stress test to actual game release, all but one critic that I've I've reached out to has said that they are extremely satisfied with the experience so far. I think another uh, part of it is early because the beta is just an early ver like you're just playing through and like your levels carry over. So by the time launch came around, all those people are in higher level missions. I bet the missions just get better and more complex as you go. Uh, another <laughs> yeah, another interesting critique I heard is that uh there's so like the story in the game is kind of told through like hollow tapes or like text that you if you want to stop and read, which mm -hmm. Fallout has always had and that's been like the most interesting like some of the most interesting like stories and stuff mm -hmm. are just like 
like journal entries that you can read. But not, uh, first of all, for the hollow tapes, like when you're trying to listen to a hollow tape and all your friends are also in the party chat yelling and stuff, yeah. you can't focus. And also, it, it, like playing a single player experience, sometimes I like stop at those like those journals and I'm like. I just don't really want to read. I don't really have time to read this right now. I just want to get to what I'm doing. So I don't really like sit mm -hmm. down and read that. It's even more pressure when like you're like, stop, I want to read this. And all your friends are going ahead of you and doing shit. And you're trying to fucking pay attention to like, you're trying to, you want, if you want to read stuff, like I'm never going to stop in a multiplayer experience to fucking read a journal entry. Yeah. For like the story and stuff. It, and it would be kind of stressful, especially like, if mobs are still spawning yeah, like, <laughs> in that area because it doesn't pause the game. Just like all you your can't. friends like in a different fucking like leaving and doing their own thing in all your areas. You'd be like, oh, hold on, guys. I want to read this and stuff. Like, wait up for me. It's just... See, Sounds I, like you need more boring friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. It, I haven't really run into any of these problems, but we did play it in a slightly different way. We like yeah. played it individually. Like We each kind of had not even like it, a different point. But we each right. had different goals. But, like, but that's also like a thing that you would do in like a beta where you're just trying to see a bunch of stuff and everyone's checking stuff out. And then if someone sees something, you go to them. But I can't imagine for the long-term experience of the game, you wanting to do that for the entire time where you're like... Yeah, like exploring. Yeah. I think it's important to mention You just want to play through the fucking um, like some quests. When, when Bethesda released, I think it was Zenimax specifically, but when they released um, Elder Scrolls Online, a lot of these same comments were made even though it's a different experience. And now, two and a half years post-release that they've built on this, uh, people generally look at Elder Scrolls Online as a very positive experience that, that built on itself. Which they also had to make free-to-play to get that. Oh, wait, no, it's, they, they it's not, not. free-to-play. No, it's not. They, they've had, like, free weekends, and they've, they've yeah, had a lot of a lot promotions. Of but I, I, mean, I think there was a, they have a sequel free for game, gold, maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. But um. it, 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 anyhow... It's it's generally perceived that they built on it really well, and I, I'd say it it's likely their strategy. We're not getting a Fallout game for four plus years, I'd say. It's, yeah, they're probably just gonna build on this for a while. If people are generally okay with what we have now, I think that speaks miles and miles about what we're gonna have in a year and a half to two years. Because but honestly, I'm, ESO had pretty like people were mixed. Like, oh yeah, you like, played it at launch. And it was slightly negative to generally positive. Is what I'd say the reviews yeah. are. Which ESO was bad. Yeah, it was just it was bad at launch. <laughs> also, and like this isn't like a critique of Fallout, but it, like personal personal experience wise. So my thought process is to like I it's gonna they said they're gonna continually update it and stuff. I'm gonna wait and see what they do with it, and then buy it. But I'm also like I have a certain amount of friends uh, like that I actually like enjoy playing games with, and I hate missing out on like. If you, a lot of games, if you don't play the game, the multiplayer, right when it launches, when it's popular, you're just never really going to get that experience. Like, yeah, definitely. I feel like if I wait a couple of years, like, just my friends won't be playing it. <laughs> They're gonna, and, yeah, like, and I won't have, like, a, a lot of options for people to play the game with. And I just don't want to play this game single player because it's not a single player experience. Yeah, and th dude, that's, that's totally, like, a, a fair criticism, too. And that's what sucks about releasing a game that isn't finished. It is finished. I'm, I'm doing air quotes, but... yeah. Uh, if, if, if you're seeing a game with the plan of adding, yeah, more, you I shouldn't count right. on that for a game. I don't. I, that, I shouldn't be like, oh, well, they can update it and stuff. It's a complete game. Just it's sixty dollars. Right, but it, it definitely does change. Like Bethesda's first big online release was Elder Scrolls Online, mm -hmm. and it, it, we, we are seeing the same trajectory. So it, it doesn't make anything that they're doing okay, but it it, it does do a lot to 
to show that maybe people's fears should have been not there in the first place, you know? Maybe I, I, their expectation should have been this instead of some weirdly amazing MMO that they're just going to do for the first time and nail immediately. I also, uh, one critique that I think is unfair is that I've heard people, like, say it looks bad and it, like, looks worse than Fallout 4. That's bullshit. It's the same exact engine. Well, but it, it, no, it's and it's still, it is a graphical upgrade. At least I've seen, like, PC footage, at least, and it's definitely... The, like, the it, lighting It's a, a good-looking game. Yeah. yeah. It's it still... It's, it's a good-looking game, especially for Bethesda. Yeah, because Bethesda, Bethesda kind of has a tendency to be a couple years behind. Yeah, they're not like yeah. graphics or their like their main focus, but it's people it's are perfectly like shitting acceptable. On it. yeah. yeah, it's better than half the Unreal. And I don't think it's worse than Fallout Four. People, yeah. uh, anyone that says that is insane. <laughs> yeah, that is fucking crazy. Did you guys hear about the? This is slightly related, but not really. In in context of online games, 2013 was when the Xbox One came out. When they announced it the year before, they announced the discless version, right? They basically were saying, like, yeah, this probably won't have a disc. I guess they didn't announce that, but that was the mm-hmm. big rumor. And there were a lot of leaks that had confirmed that rumor. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced for 2019 a discless Xbox One. Really? Yeah. It, it's an option. Mm-hmm. But in 2019, they're releasing a discless. I think it's an Xbox One S, if I read mm-hmm. correctly. I haven't bought a physical Xbox game since G, uh, GTA Five whenever they released for Xbox One. I also have not. Yeah, I, I do a re- weird mix. I got Destiny 2 physically. I don't know why. Uh, I got Fallout physically because I got Fallout 4 physically, and it's just kind of like sentimental. Like, I like seeing it on my shelf. Yeah. You, we also have the advantage of we have a game transfer. We have our license share. Or yeah, the, what's it called? Family? Uh, it's my, my, home my, home Xbox. my home Xbox. Yeah. We do the My Home Xbox um, thing. So if you buy a game, I have access to it on my system, and if I buy a game, you have access to it on your system. Yeah. R- Ryan which is and I. great. Right, <clears throat> my roommate, and also, uh, ironically, in our Fallout video, uh, check out. Uh, he we we started doing my home Xbox. That's how I got Red Dead. That's how he's getting Battlefield yeah. Five. <laughs> well, it is it is great because you could like trade off on buying games. Like Ian bought Red Dead, so mm-hmm. I didn't have to buy it. And like if if I buy Fallout seventy six and he buys the next game, it's it's just a really affordable way for yeah. us to be able. And to if play there's a game that we like both really want, like. I'm trying to think if we did it with anything. Maybe Mafia Three. Did we? Did I give you money for that? I don't know. Or did uh, I buy it? I don't I'll, remember. I'll, I'll tell you you gave me money if, if that was <laughs> Sure, but like, we could like split a price on the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it, it's it's so like cool. Like if nothing comes out kind of near it. Yeah. It's also something that just like we shouldn't be able to do. It doesn't make sense. It's a feature it's, though. Like it is. Yeah, it, and they it, expect it, people to do that too. Like, like it, it got taken out for a while because I remember it used to be like a glitch. It was, yeah, on the Xbox yeah. 360, it was a, uh, it was absolutely like something you weren't supposed to be able to do. <laughs> but, but we did it and it was great. Yeah. Then they took it out and we were like, oh, that sucks. And, uh, now, like, it literally says, like, you will be able to share games with this person. Yeah. That, that's the biggest thing I tell friends who have, uh, like, who maybe haven't bought a next, I'm saying next-gen system six years in, yeah. but haven't bought a system yet, and they're like, all right, I'm finally yeah. going to buy one. Does Should PS- I buy a PS4 or Xbox One? PS4 doesn't do it. Yeah, the PS4 doesn't have them. That is the like biggest that, fucking selling point for an Xbox. Genuinely, <laughs> is that if you have one friend, you should get an Xbox. Is basically what yeah. it, what it means. If you have no friends, you should get a PS4 because they only have or at least one that's games. willing to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. Even if it, even if you're the one paying and they're getting stuff, it's still like games you could play with your friends and stuff. Like right, because everyone has still had friends who maybe just like didn't buy a lot of new games and. If they got them for free, they probably would play them with you. Yeah, that's what you were saying with online games. You want to be able to play with your friends. It's, it's an option to do. I, I do, do think, ex, like, if we're gonna make the comparison now that we're kind of on this topic, uh, I feel like Xbox just has a better interface for like multiplayer and like the party for, system is really good. Yeah, that's true. But they, <laughs> there was like a two-year span 
they just kind of are okay. Like, I don't mind their interface now. But, like, they kept doing updates to the interface. They couldn't figure out what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And it was all shit. Everything ran like shit. Dude. The home button took, like, ages to fucking, like, everything was slow was and slow. clunky. I do like, like that side panel. It's a lot better now. And uh, although it's a lot better, but I'm not used to it. Like, where, right. where everything is on the home thing. Yeah. But it's, like, it was such shit for a while. Like, I am so I was so annoyed by everything. Everything was so slow. It was especially annoying because the last 360 update they had was so fucking efficient and great. So when you went from that and then like two weeks later you're on an Xbox or Xbox One, you're like, this sucks, dude. This is slower. This is literally a slower thing (laughs) than the thing I upgraded from. Well, I think part of it was uh, growing pains whenever it switched to an actual full version of um, Windows. Yeah, but, yeah, because yeah. I, I think the 360 had a ported version of Windows. Mm. Also, uh, but but that was just all internal anyway. Be, uh, the, like, hey, Xbox, billion times worked way faster than when they added Cortana to the Xbox. Cortana works like fucking shit, or at least did when I tried her. Oh, I, I haven't even when used I it. tried her. I, I hadn't used it since they added Cortana. I loved the, like, hey, Xbox, or, like, Xbox turn on, Xbox pause. Yeah. It was just great for, like, Netflix. Like, you could turn off your controller and not worry about the battery. Mm-hmm. That's another criticism of PS4. There is no easier way to just turn off your controller while you're watching something. Is that true? Yeah. It, you, you can uh, hit the PS button, and then you can go through two different menus and then turn off your controller. And then, you know, there's that whole thing. Wait, but why like, are you turning off your controller? To, like, watch something on TV. Like, say I'm going to watch a movie on Netflix. Yeah. I want to turn off my controller so I don't waste its battery because yeah. on a PS4 you can't change the fucking batteries on it. You got to charge it. I don't know why the fuck uh, you use batteries because your controller, uh, the the port to charge is broken. Yeah, it's like shorted. But if if yours works and you're using batteries, you're a fucking loser. I don't use batteries. Oh, no one should use batteries on the Xbox though. Here's why they shouldn't. Here's why I like it. I have the rechargeable pack. Yeah, I paid for it because I bought a second controller and a second uh-huh. controller comes with a recharge pack. PlayStation Four controller is in every way superior to the Xbox controller. Uh, what? No, it's not. I, we, we've no, already, it's not. We've already broken three different uh, PlayStation controllers, and I still have my Xbox One controller from. This is you my first that console that I got on you guys launch. Have, yeah, triggers are. So, they're actually triggers. Like not like. Yeah, I like the triggers on the, the Xbox. The triggers way on the better. Xbox One controller are better. I, I will concede. You in every way superior. <laughs> <laughs> in that I said I will concede you a point. You know, what do you want from me? <laughs> but yeah. Guys, we thank you for listening to episode 47 of 5 Minutes. This is a long one. Please do us a favor. Yeah, this is long. Yeah, it was just under an hour. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah, the point is, we covered a lot today. Fallout 76, either buy it or don't. Red Dead, buy it. <laughs> Battlefield 5, it's better than you think it is. And don't let EA's marketing fool you. Don't let that you know, yeah, be your decision. Don't, don't force yourself to compare it to like. Call of Duty. It's better. Like That's all pages. you need to know. And <laughs> even, even bigger and more pertinent point, uh, drivebydogs.com slash vote. We, we are no- nominated Discover Pod Awards, so please cast your vote. We're going to be giving out shirts. We're going to be saying thank you. We're going to be saying a lot of things more because this is a podcast. So <laughs> YouTube.com slash drivebydogs. We're going to put out so much content. What? So much content out. Watch that Follow 76 video, bitch. Bitch. Jesus. Okay. Uh, <laughs> also, check out Loot Crate. That's trylootcrate.com slash smart. Our other sponsor, Live Frey. Live Frey. L-I-V-E-F-R-E-Y.com. I smell so good today because DVD of that. 20 is the code for 20% off. Thank you, guys. We'll see you back here next Tuesday. Um. <laughs>